0: Radio with Rob, Nico, and Nick. This is episode three, two, one.
1: Contact
0: for August (laughs) twenty first, twenty twenty two. Hi, everybody. I'm Rob. This is Nico. We were we were just we were just discussing uh, (laughs) the (laughs) old theme music before the show started, and when we discovered that it was episode three, two, one, go three, two, one. Contact came to mind. As I watched as a kid in the eighties, at the end of three something two- that Nico and I have never heard. Of. Yeah, at the <laughs> end it's of a sick theme song. At the end of three to every three two one contact was um, it was a a math detective agency. What the fuck was that called? <laughs> a math detective agency. <laughs> oh, this was
1: a, this was a children's program. Yes,
0: it was a child mathnet. It was called mathnet. <laughs> like Magnet?
2: Yeah.
0: Or, or Dragnet I mean Dragnet, Magnet. Dragnet. Yeah. But with with Mathnet. And <laughs> and it was Kate Monday and George Frankly.
1: <laughs> yeah, so my what? little cousin watches this show on Netflix called uh what is it? Math Blocks or uh Number Blocks, I think Number Blocks is it. Yeah. It's called. And you can ask her to solve quadratic formulas now and she can do it. Wow. It's it's unbelievable what this thing that, like I'll just throw out a random question. You know, what's what's uh, 7 6? And I don't even fucking know the answer and she knows the answer before <laughs> I do. Like it's it's why like she's like that now with these all these math shows. I don't know <sighs> like how the science has evolved over the years of how to get this information into these little pea-sized brains, but th- those things are like vacuum cleaners.
3: Yeah, common crazy. core baby.
0: Oh, math, <laughs> Mathnet! I remember watching Mathnet because they would they would have like little ten minute segments, and it would span over five days, the whole week. Yeah. So each week was a different story of of Mathnet.
1: Oh, yeah. So you're, you're waiting all week to find. out Oh, the yeah, answer. yeah. So I mean,
3: it's it's a it's four a plus three. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, what kind of mysteries are there in the math? Oh, world? the
1: problem
0: of the missing baseball.
2: <laughs> the story you were about to see is a fib but it's short the names have been made up but the problems are real so it was a monday 2 43 p.m in warm in los angeles for that time of day i was working the day watch out of Mathnet. the boss is that green my name is monday i'm a mathematician <laughs> <laughs> my partner okay. is george frankly we got in a call about a neighborhood disturbance problem over a baseball
0: and then it just goes right into the fucking show this is a 32 minute youtube clip <laughs> Holy shit! Mathnet. Wow. Another another thing that I've been I thought of here just recently was my introduction to Ringo Starr and uh, George Carlin all on the same TV show. What was it? They were the conductor on Shining Time Station.
1: (laughs) Wow.
3: (laughs) George Carlin. George
0: Carlin was the conductor. of Shining Time Station. He they I were both that episode. They were both little people, like little men, and they introduced the Thomas the Tank Engine stories. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. George Carlin. So Thomas
1: the Tank Engine was a segment on Shining Time Station?
0: It, it, as I remember it as a kid, I mean I'm 6 or 7 years old at this point in my life. And I had no idea who George Carlin or Ringo Starr were, but I knew who they were. Yeah, why uh, did they
3: feel the need to like? <laughs> do they think kids would be into? Oh my God, look, it's George Carlin! Like, what do they expect? I don't understand why they seven, do these dirty, kinds of words. Yeah. seven <laughs> dirty words. Seven dirty words. I've never
2: uh, understood.
0: I wonder if there's a clip of of George Carlin on Shining Time Station. There has to be. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Shit. Piss. <laughs> fuck <laughs> cunt <laughs> uh, uh, Shining Time Station is an American children's television series jointly created by a British television producer an American television producer uh, It, yeah, from New York City's PBS station originally taped in New York City and in Toronto incorporated sequences from the British television show Thomas and Friends which was in turn based on the books of the Railway series uh yeah, look at that. Oh. Yeah.
0: George Carlin is Mr. Conductor. This is only coming through one channel on my earphone, so.
1: Oh
0: yeah, this is.
1: Were all the engines alike in the old days?
0: Here's George Carlin. Ah, oh, it's good to be free. Thank you, dear child. Now I can continue to do things quite wild.
2: You have to promise to help me. <laughs>
0: It was a, the what 80s the were a
1: wild time, man So it looked like Ringo and, and Carlin were series regulars Yes, yes Like, they, they were not just guest stars There wasn't like a guest conductor no. every week Like, Carlin was on multiple seasons
0: right, of the show Right, Holy like Holy shit Carlin did two seasons and Ringo did three
3: or four, I think Wow Yeah it Sounds like I'm gonna have to watch five seasons of this fucking train show <laughs> So you can get introduced to
1: Thomas the Tank Engine <laughs> at your next binge watch. Uh, gotta get the
3: context, the proper you context. You joke, but. Mikhail's <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, gonna come in, were well, you watching a kid's show like while I'm working?
0: Like, <laughs> well, yeah, well. I remember Shining Time Station was always on, though, on Sunday mornings before we left for church.
3: <laughs> mm. So I'd get up. So watched- you watched George Carlin right before church? <laughs>
2: yes.
3: <laughs> you watch the world's like most renowned atheist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you go pray to God for an hour.
1: The weird thing about these shows uh maybe you're a, you're a little too late for this rob, but a lot of those shows just don't exist anymore. A lot no. of them have just been destroyed or yep. lost to time and you know it's crazy. Like we take for granted that we have every show at the click of our fingers whenever we want it, but,
0: right, you know, but- a lot of these
1: like Public access shows or But I'm even interested
0: in like how many people are listening To us right now have ever Heard of Shining Time Station or 321 Contact or MathNet Because I mean back when I Was growing up we got we got NBC clear over the antenna and we got PBS clear. Those were the only two channels that we ever had as I was growing up as a kid. So I spent right. a lot of time watching PBS and these were so PBS So To you shows. that
1: was your world. To right. you, like that's MASH and Seinfeld and Right, you know, and CSI or whatever. Like those are the only shows available to anyone that lives within fifty miles of you. Right. Did you have, like,
0: Thomas the Tank Engine toys and stuff, I never got... You? I mean, the Thomas the Tank Engine stuff, I feel like I was even a little bit too old for it when they started, or when I was watching I it. See. But there was nothing else on. So it was just... It was just noise at the time. It was just like, mm-hmm. oh, well, this is kind of stupid, but I'll just wait for the next show to come on because this is only 10 minutes of Shining Time Station.
1: Yeah, I'm waiting for Carlin's next uh, next five-minute set.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking
0: clue that this is fucking Ringo Starr Or fucking George Carlin Ready for I mean, him
1: to talk about abortion In the second I, commercial break
0: Iconic people in history And <laughs> I just have no I- they're, they're just They're just little tiny side characters In this story that I'm watching
2: Yeah
3: <laughs> That's incredible Think about like Paul McCartney where he is And then Ringo yeah. Starr's <laughs> Hosting a kid's show.
0: <laughs> Ringo Starr's introducing Thomas the Tank Engine Clips
2: uh. <laughs> uh. uh,
1: so how are we, gents? Not too shabby. It's a Sunday I'm morning great. in America.
3: Yeah, I, I, uh, I did something unusual. Uh-oh. I didn't work yesterday, and Whoa. instead we oh, went on an adventure. I mean, that's already that's a yeah. headline. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's already. The uh, yesterday we went on an adventure, and I fulfilled a childhood dream. Whoa. Uh, How often do you get to hear people actually do that Did you go
0: leaf peeping (laughs) (laughs) Is it that time of year to start leaf peeping yet Not quite It's getting there Yeah. Uh,
1: I didn't know that like people come to Connecticut From all around the world to leaf peep Leaf peeping I didn't realize that
3: You'd think we'd know because you'd think we'd hear the term leaf peep and go, what the fuck? Yeah, but apparently, (laughs) I guess
1: the the foliage is probably the word more commonly used. Look at the foliage, but uh, yeah, apparently that's the thing people do. They, like, come far and wide to see our leaves shrivel up and die over here. Yeah, fascinating
0: stuff. I have a
3: feeling they go to the part of the state that's, like, the Northwest Massachusetts, New York line. I think Mm -hmm. they hang out in that corner. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably why we never encountered them. Uh, my sister my sister lives up there in Mass, um, right in like the Connecticut New York line, and it is beautiful. Not into it.
1: No? No. I like when things are warm. Yeah. I like when I don't have to wear a sweater. Yeah. You know, like I'm into that. I'm I'm into things that live. You know, in in the warm things live and the cold things die. I I like, like death.
0: I like when the leaves change color. It's when they start falling. It's like a Fuck, snow's coming. (laughs) Right. Yeah.
1: No, it's cool for like a day.
0: Yeah. And then you're like, oh, Mm -hmm. wait,
1: this tree is dying.
0: Well, it's not dying, it's just going dormant. Yeah.
1: Sleeping, I suppose. Anyway, what I I love, I love. I love fall. I love I autumn. I you guys fucking hate it. it. It's mm-hmm. right around the quarter. Every year, it comes quicker. I don't like it at all. What a childhood? <laughs> you know what I've realized too. My oh, birthday God. lines up with the end of summer, and so like that's getting worse and worse every oh, year. It's just another oh, another, yeah.
3: oh, another uh, impending death uh, coming. Yeah, oh, it's getting, like, it's getting colder
1: or. out. It just, it, just, it
3: just I hate it. I fucking hate it. Just fucking die already. Yeah. All right. I mean, I'm sick. I'm you know, I'm sick of trying to cheer you up about your age. Yeah. Just. Yeah, just the it. big
1: four O's coming for Rob,
0: right? It is. It is in couple a couple weeks. weeks away, away, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. So what lifetime childhood thing did you forget? Yeah, thank, like, thank you, Rob,
3: awesome. <laughs> and uh thank you for kicking me in the balls, Nico. Appreciate that. Um <laughs> uh, we, we all went to uh um, family, we all went to uh Mammoth Caves.
2: Oh, National Park.
3: so you went spelunking? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yep. I don't know what that yeah, is. Yeah, I uh I, I joke, but like I honestly felt what like a spelunking kid. Is? <laughs> what you don't know what spelunking is? Well, I've is, heard
0: what? I've heard different um, meanings for spelunking.
3: I mean, I'll be—I don't know what spelunking is either. I'm just spelunking just is questions. is like when you actually go into a cave. Like you have like ropes and like your hard hat, and you're actually exploring a cave. Like we went we went for a, a walk. So,
0: <laughs> what I what I also thought spelunking was, is you go into a riverbank, and you shove your arm into uh, the hole in the riverbank, and try to have a fish uh, swallow your arm. That's spelunking. It's a very dangerous thing to do, because you don't know what's in the
3: hole under the bank. That but- is not what spelunking is, first off. If <laughs> anything, that is a malaprop. They are just like... Commandeering the word for a different Activity yeah I think that's probably what it is That was
1: a lot of big words in one sentence My yeah.
3: friend just to say <laughs> no that's not what Spelunking is <laughs> they, I have heard of this though That is a thing that people do uh, In like one part of the country in particular I know it's like An activity where they like yeah in the south. they get their arms Swallowed by a fish and yep. they just pull the fish Out and they're like look I th- and everybody's I, like I thought that right, was
0: spelunking <laughs> no. It's a dangerous Thing to do because you don't yeah. know what's in that fucking hole.
1: So okay, there's no chance I would do that. Yeah, that's no. crazy.
3: It's like Dune.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. That's there's no fucking of. chance. So uh, you were you in the cave then? I mean, it was a tour. Yeah, no, of the yeah cave. yeah, we went. Yeah,
3: we took a tour of the cave. Yeah, it was a uh, full day activity. But cool. Uh, I, you know, how long were you down there? Two hours. Okay. It was short. I want to go back. I'd love to do a longer, longer tour, but uh yeah i basically like i wrote a report about mammoth cave when i was like in the second grade we were like everybody had to pick a national park and i I just picked that one and i just like as a kid i was always like well i'm probably never gonna go there because why the fuck would i ever go to kentucky (laughs) Was like my thought as a kid
2: (laughs) i wish you still had that report move there yeah Yeah. right i know right (laughs)
3: um but yeah so like you know I kind of joke like, oh, it's a childhood dream, but like, I felt like a child when I was in there with like wonder and excitement. It's
0: fun. I like going through t- cave tours. I've done two in my lifetime, both in the Black Hills, but uh, it's just a lot of fun.
1: I've done one. I did one in Cooperstown, New York, when I was maybe 10 or 11, mm-hmm. and I remember it freaking me out. Oh, hardcore. yeah. <laughs> and I think it would be worse now. You ever seen that movie, The Descent? No. It's a horror movie. Is it like The Core? Uh, I've never seen The Core. Oh, you need to watch The Core.
2: But That's the a descent, why is it, this a thing? It's okay.
1: <laughs> Write that one down. I got that to the list. Uh, it, it's a uh, it, it's a movie about this group of girls that go, you know, exploring a cave. You know, not a lot of spelunking. people uh, spelunking. Yeah, yeah. sure. But they they bring the whole thing. They bring the rope and they bring the lanterns on the head, and it's not like a tourist trap cave. No, no, just, that's
3: that's real spelunking. Yeah,
1: yeah, and it's really claustrophobic, and they find alien creatures or whatever down oh. there, and it is one of the most terrifying things I have ever watched. Adam made me watch it for the other podcast. I nearly <laughs> died. I watched it at in in like. In the brightest possible conditions, 11 in the morning, all of the windows were opened, the blinds were undrawn, like, and I tried just, you know, looking away from the TV and kind of watching it out of the corner of my eye. It is terrifying. I was uh, watching a Nova
0: documentary, ironically on the the <laughs> origins of man. <laughs> you, you know what I've been spending a yeah. lot of time doing. Anyway, sure. they were they found a burial. Rob is <laughs>
1: seeing if he could sort of check Darwin's work. You know, yeah, <laughs> he's kind of going back. <laughs> I don't know if, he could, if he can buff up, if he can fill in any of those holes, he might've been missing this. This guy found this cave, a burial
0: site of, of early humans. However, the problem was at one point, like it was only a seven inch gap that you could get through. So he had to specifically go find, uh, you know, the certain body type of people that can squeeze through that gap. Cause once you got through that gap, you had open air to, to work with, but you had to get through this seven inch fucking gap and to watch these. And it was mostly women go through this. It was horri- horrifying to watch horrifying.
1: Nick and I think we're talking about this off air the other day, but I have this recurring nightmare where like I'm trapped in a room and there's a a very tiny slot that, like, a child could fit through, but I can't fit through it. (laughs) And, like, I'm in a basement with no other doors, and, like... It puts the lotion on the skin. (laughs) Yeah, I, like
3: i don't even Precious. think it's so much the scenario i think it's just the the gap that's freaking him out yeah i don't think it's like where he is right yeah
1: yeah yeah it's right it's not that Th- that's that all Buffalo background Bill doesn't has matter. captured me or whatever but it, it's that <laughs> right i'm i'm in it for some reason i went into a room that i now can't get out of because the entrance is too tiny like wow for summary re- i don't even know if this is based on anything that i've experienced in my life but there is this recurring fear of claustrophobia that I...
3: Well, I will say, after this podcast, we're going to hop on the other show, and we're definitely going to explore Nico's young childhood trauma, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hardcore, by the way. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look out for that show, too. Yeah. Um, uh.
1: <laughs> yeah, so the caves, I'm... Yeah, I, I remember being kind of freaky, although I remember when we were in Cooperstown, there were two options, and, you know, there was the more adventurous less touristy, less well-visited cave. Yeah. And there was this sort of, you know, the 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 brand name cavern. And right. And we went mm-hmm. to the brand name one. Uh, but even that, that one had wide walkways and brick floors and, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, let me
3: tell you about this one, okay? Yeah. There was this gap. Uh, There's this little stretch of walk that you had to go through that was called the Fat Man's Misery. <laughs> <laughs> And then once you got through the fat man's v- misery, you enter the tall man's agony. <laughs> <laughs> so you're walking through this gap that is literally so wide that me, I had to turn sideways to fit through it. Wow. Um, now, but that the, the height of the gap only reaches up to your hip. So it's not like all the way up to your face where you're sideways. So it's not like that freaky. Oh, that's good. But yeah. um, But up to where your hips are, you have to like turn sideways to fit through it. And then after that, the gap is like so short that i had to like duck all the way down to you was, had to not duck. quite
2: yeah not quite <laughs> crawl
3: through wow but, like um i was definitely like crouching all the way down fuck mm. this so hard. yeah that would not be fuck me. this so hard and then we get into this open cavern uh and then she's like like you know it's called like something's relief or whatever because you're finally through all that shit and you're in the open cavern and then she's like all right. And she holds up her flashlight and she's like, you see that tape there? This cave was flooded up to there in 2008. Ah! And then and then and then she lifts her flashlight up like 10 more feet and she's like "Flooded up to there in 1980. And then ah! she just goes up to the ceiling and she's like, it was up to there in 1964. Wow. <laughs> like,
2: oh. Oh, my <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> wow. Uh,
3: wow. No, it was a great time. It was really it. it a blast. It's an
0: awesome experience. If you get a chance to do it and are able to to,
3: to do it, I'd, I'd recommend it.
0: I'd recommend I'm it.
3: also just realizing I want to do more national parks in general. Yeah. Like, Mikhail and I got married, like, right next to the Great Smoky Mountains, and, like, we didn't go. And like, Wow. <laughs> I'm like, why didn't we do that? Yeah. Like, the park we got married in, we were just, like, looking it up last night, was actually technically, it's managed by the National Park Service, even though it itself is not a national park. I see. But, um... Yeah. yeah. the worst so, part
0: about caves for me is when they tell you, "Okay, we're at this point, we are 42 stories below the surface of the earth." Yeah, right, right. right. And it's like, imagine a 42 story building above you, and that's how right. far deep you are. And
3: that's what freaks me out. We were only 300 feet deep or so. Yeah. At the deepest point, the thing is, like, it's it, still it, like you know, 15 maybe, stories. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah, no, it's it's plenty. Um. It's the longest cave system known in the world. Wow. And they don't even know how deep it goes. They haven't finished. Yeah. By any means. Just last year I think they found like 18 more miles of cave. Yeah, see. And we and we saw less than 1% of the entire thing. Wow. Like we saw nothing.
1: There's yeah, a- see, that well that's like what, what the um Oh man, what what country was that in? I just watched that documentary uh about the uh, the soccer team. Oh, Thailand. The the tie okay yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah um the it's like that like that was whatever that was a five mile right walk through the cave they did or whatever and it's like oh just pack a lunch and we'll go for the day and all of a sudden you're in there for a month that is, yeah <laughs> I hate that. cave cave <laughs> there's just so
0: much I think about this Earth that we don't know and and yes. if, if you look at like an overlay of missing persons with the cave known cave systems in in the United States there is a there is a correlation. Um, which, you know, you're saying every missing person, no, in the no, world no, no, is no, 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 I'm just They're saying just cave people <laughs> un, un, unsolved missing people. <laughs> there is a correlation. I mean, there's just so much shit that we don't know. People yeah. disappear into these into these holes. And yeah, I mean, it could be 18 stories down.
1: See, this is why that movie fucked me up so hard. Because it's like,
3: sure, there could be alien creatures down there, sure. just chilling. Sure, there was a section called the bottomless pit where they built a metal bridge over it, and yet, and you could walk and you could see down the bridge oh, wow. as you're walking over it, and it was just so fucking deep. Throw a
0: flashlight. They loosened down a there. couple
3: of the screws just for dramatic effect. <laughs> Apparently, the guy who first like went over the gap, he just got a wooden ladder and threw it over the gap. And he put his lantern in his teeth and he just crawled across. Ugh. Oh. <laughs> That's just. Wh- what drives people to do that? Yo, who I are
0: these imagine. people
1: exploring these caves for the first time? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God. There's no
0: point. There's no point.
1: Like, wh- I mean, listen, do what you love and everything. You know, I- I'm a fucking podcaster. My life is pointless, too. But, like, <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, what drives you to what drives a human being to, to say, you know what? I want to go down there into yeah. the darkness. There's nothing but darkness. That's all you're going to find.
3: He I... ended up discovering new fish. Wow. There's new fish down there. Oh, yeah. 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 There's they, fish they're... that
1: we don't know about in caves. There's, well,
3: there's... Not anymore, but these ones are they're blind I would and they're... their skin is completely translucent you could see
0: all the organs there there are so many creatures on this planet in the deep oceans and in the deep caves that we don't know about absolutely absolutely mm-hmm.
1: that's crazy
0: dude i'm not saying so that it's aliens colors. it's just animals we haven't discovered yet i would i would be more inclined to go to the moon than i would in like diving into the deep ocean or into a cave No question. I I think I'd much rather go to the moon. Well,
3: yeah, because you're going to have the full support of, like, NASA and the U.S. government behind you. Well,
1: I think, like, I know the risks. (laughs) Yeah. You know? There's some, I can see like, it, first if, of all. If it was
3: a choice between you yourself, with no help from anybody else, going into a cave <laughs> or going to the moon, I think you'd choose the cave.
2: Well, probably yeah.
0: because... Well, I know I think I'd choose <laughs> the moon because I know I'd never get there. <laughs> I don't have the technology. <laughs> but I also don't have the technology to go into the fucking cave system either. So,
1: there's that.
2: <sighs>
1: yeah, it's just... it's. That's brutal. That terrifies me. I'm I'm glad you had a good time. I'm yeah. Did, so I, so did you uh, did you take home any rocks? Did you no, no none of that? You didn't just pick up a rock for
3: and stuff it in the, in your back pocket? No, that's that's not right. Can't do that. Not right. Mm-hmm. It's eco terrorism.
2: <laughs> is that what
0: it is? Eco terrorism to take a rock. Wow. <laughs> take a rock
1: from 300 feet be- below the Earth's surface. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Mm.
0: The uh, like the caves that I've been into, also they were like, "Don't be touching the walls. We don't want human
2: yeah.
3: skin oil on the on the walls to fuck up the ecosystem." And it's they, like it was the same situation down there. Yeah. And they're like, obviously, in the tight spots, you have no fucking choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like hundreds of peoples of bodies have just rubbed up against that yeah. wall for years. It's where monkeypox
1: is growing. <laughs> we, uh I, I think it was at this place. They 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 showed you like a. Like a giant, uh, it looked like a polished bowling ball almost. And then they showed you a picture next to it of what that rock used to look like. And it was some jagged-ass rock that mm-hmm. over the years they allowed people to just keep touching and touching. And slowly but surely it smoothed over. Oh, that's cool. And it, yep. became, and it became this perfect orb. Wow. So yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah that's, there's that's like, a, that was a cool. There's thing. like old signatures on the ceiling in the cave that are apparently from people from the 1800s who were first getting tours of the cave. They, like, let them... Oh, they wow. They were doing
1: tours back then?
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was only wealthy people that did the tours. They were, like, 10 to 16 hours long with just, like, candlelight, essentially. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking crazy. I rip No
1: it. iPhone flashlight? No, 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 no. Yeah, no, it was cool. That was cool. That's fun. I'm glad you get to fulfill a childhood dream. Yeah. Yeah. I need to find myself a childhood dream to fulfill. Yeah,
0: I think you are. (laughs) You're living it, bud. Shut up. (laughs) Uh, Did you watch the Manti Teo documentary?
1: My father watched it, and I walked into the room, and I I caught like 10 minutes. Oh,
0: my God. It is one of the best I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, I... (laughs) I feel like I got it. I feel you like don't.
0: I-, <laughs> I promise you, you don't. <laughs> okay. You don't. There is so much more to this story. Oh. It's it, check it out. It's on Netflix. We have to talk about See, it. More I feel like I time. have to
3: watch the original doc and then watch this one, and then I'm just like, ah. There was yeah, there was an original doc. doc. I think this. Is oh, so the what first was the original th- story? Well, it was a story. But yeah, back in 2000. 2000- I don't even because I don't even know anything about this. I don't know what you guys what? have been talking about in the group chat. I've never heard of this shit. Didn't we
1: bring this up a couple months ago, and we were like, "I can't believe that you haven't heard about this." Maybe we did talk about this already. I I think we did. This was (laughs) the football player for Notre Dame that uh, said his girlfriend died tragically. Oh, right. Okay, he was okay. So
3: this okay. His girlfriend and grandma died on the same
1: day. Well, the grandma did actually die. Yes,
0: the girlfriend was. So we're making a documentary about this guy, like why? Because it was a huge story. I mean, it was a huge (laughs) story back then.
2: Yeah,
3: back then. Why? It's 2012. It was only
1: ten years ago. Quick sidebar. Quick sidebar. Quick sidebar. My sister the other day told me she does not
3: know who OJ Simpson is. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Why would she? Yeah. Okay. So I barely knew who OJ Simpson was. Like, when I was a kid. So I told
1: her, like, listen, you need to watch. I, I was debating whether I, I sent her to the, the scripted script series or the non-scripted series. Non-scripted. Do I have her watch the doc- – Non-scripted yeah, think, first and then do the scripted. But I'm like, what an opportunity. You get to watch this in documentary form. Yeah, but she's not, not going to she's not gonna care.
3: It doesn't have the same impact, yeah. though, because you don't know who O.J. is.
1: Right. Like, yeah. Yeah, but, like, it was such a huge story. I mean, the documentary kind of sets up who he is. To imagine not
3: being spoiled on the story of O.J. Simpson, you could just watch it fresh? It's it's not the same as—I fr- think what you have to have her do is you have to have her watch O.J. Simpson's entire football career right. without context. <laughs> just watch game and film. And then the Hertz commercials. <laughs> and, and you have to spread out the games in real time. <laughs> yeah. So, like, if that game was a week later, you have to make her wait a week. Yeah. And mm. then in a few years, she can watch the O.J. Yeah. doc and be like, holy shit. She's not going to give a fuck. You hear about this O.J. guy? She's not going to give a fuck.
0: Just not gonna yeah, give a just, fuck. It's
1: I don't
3: know. I thought
1: it was a tremendous opportunity, but maybe I don't know. Maybe
3: you're right. Maybe she it's not say. like watching Star Wars for the first time and not knowing Vader's Luke's right. father. It's not like that. <laughs> yeah. It's it's.
1: <laughs> I think it kind of is. I it's think it's not. the tabloid equivalent of that.
3: But you there's know? so mu- there's so much like cultural baggage that she doesn't have, right? I guess, but like
1: imagine not knowing that. Kennedy was shot in the head <laughs> you know well, no but I mean, it's,
3: it's it's actually that that's going to be the equivalent of it for her it's yeah. just like oh it's just some historical thing that happens yeah like, whatever.
1: oh I see what you're saying
3: like it's not like when if we were alive while Kennedy was president watching like Kennedy give speeches and then suddenly found out he was dead that's a lot more impactful right than reading it in a book right Right, but that, but I,
1: I'm not suggesting
3: that she read it in a book. I'm I'm suggesting <laughs> okay. that she yeah. But I
1: mean, I've
0: I've narrative form. I I, I mean, I think the Kennedy assassination is a good example because I've watched a lot of documentaries on it. It's just a historical thing that happened. It's yeah, not imp- It's not
1: impactful
0: to me, though. You knew the ending, though. Okay. Like if you
1: didn't know if you had no idea that there was a president named John F. Kennedy that got shot in the head. And then you watch the documentary. You're like, oh my God, why didn't anybody tell me this sooner? This is crazy.
0: But but it's still a historical event that has no impact
3: on me. Are you telling me the documentary doesn't reveal that OJ <laughs> drove away in a car chase until <laughs> yeah. the end? Yeah. I mean, it probably the first does. hour no, of the documentary no, is, is his the football chase? career.
1: <laughs> maybe it wouldn't know. Like Okay. Like, I, I think what I'm trying to say is that History, the way that history works is that through osmosis, little details leak into our brains. Either our parents mention it offhand or a television show references it or a history teacher brings it up. And all of these things kind of seep into our head. So by the time we're six or seven or eight years old, um, you know, history is something that has been slowly revealed to us. And it becomes something that was always there. You know, as opposed – so like, for example, when I hear something that happened – in ancient history, for the first time when I'm in my 20s, I'm like, oh my God, why didn't anybody tell me this before? Because now everything that I hear is new. But when you're like six or seven, like those things are kind of implanted in there subconsciously. Yeah, And I think OJ might be a good example of one where it's like there was none of this in my head before and now I'm learning it all at once. But again. Like if I for- had no idea. John F. I, if I thought John F. Kennedy just lived out in his, his entire term, you know, bowed out, you know, after serving his his two-term limit, and just went on to fucking paint at his ranch in Texas for the rest of his life, and then I found out that the Zapruder film exists, <laughs> I'd be like, oh my god, but history is
0: crazy. It would have just been a his- I, I don't think it would have been as impactful as you think it would be. I, I just, it's just a historical event that happened.
1: Well, we're about to find out. We're yeah. about to do the experiment. Yeah, I, I, <laughs>
0: she ain't gonna care. That's all I'm gonna say.
3: Part of the part of the shock of the OJ thing is like the uncertainty of like what the fuck is happening, and you know, so many people uh, liked OJ. <laughs> mm. Some still like OJ, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Hello, Twitter world. Some still follow him on
3: Twitter. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But no, the, the, I don't
3: know. It's not, I don't think it's going to work. The
0: Manti Teo thing, he had an online relationship with this girl named Linnea Kakua, uh, who turned out to be <laughs> a... An, what are names? Yeah.
3: Well, they're from Hawaii. Uh, but Okay, that makes more sense. I, but don't, his, see, I don't know anything about this. Still. His,
0: a friend or or a guy that he knew named Renaya had made up Linnea uh, to Manti. Manti talked with this person for three years and never met, never like video chatted, never FaceTimed. And then Linnea was in a car accident and couldn't meet and then got leukemia and died on the same day as his grandma. Mm. It's a bizarre story because the day that uh, Manti's grandmother died. Uh, Renaya was getting upset as Linnea that Manti was so short with him, with
1: with him, her. Um, so that's when. Well, it's all very confusing now because isn't the perpetrator of this fraud a trans woman? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So so it's all the, the yeah. pronouns here are very confusing. Yeah,
0: I, I, I'm going to use the pronouns <laughs> of the time that he was, you know. Playing Linnea, right? Because you
1: have to, 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 yeah, you have to establish that this is a right. This this at the time was a man uh, pretending, yeah, pretending to be, to a, be woman. a woman. Yeah, yes, right, right.
0: And because Manti was being so short and didn't open up about uh his grandmother, Renaya calls as himself because he's Linnea's cousin and says that Linnea died, and kills off Linnea. And then what a twist. And then months later, Linnea calls back and says, oh, I'm not dead. (laughs) And this is all around the Heisman Trophy time. And Manti knows that, you know, something's up, but he hasn't quite put his finger on it yet. And he continues the lie. I mean, Manti Teo is a monumental moron. And I don't think that this documentary does anything to help with that situation. It gets his side of the story out, but he's still he is a victim. victim in this. He is an absolute victim in it, but a monumental idiot.
1: Here's the thing that we've learned on this show time and time again. Victims are usually morons. Yes. Okay. True. So listen, if wow. you want to be sympathetic. Towards wow. victims, <laughs> Why would you say something yeah.
3: so controversial and yet so brave? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It, right. <laughs> if you want to be sympathetic towards victims. And you want to hate morons, you're going to have a hard time squaring the two. Yes, you are. Yes,
2: That's you are. That's what we've
1: learned on this show time and time again.
3: Yep. I don't know. I mean, like, in a sense, like, I can imagine somebody who's like, you know, I know this is fishy. I know there's a high chance this person might not be real. But I also just don't care. Like, I just want somebody to talk to that is in not in my circle. Sometimes it's just, like, a nice thing to have, I guess. Right.
0: But to build up this relationship with this person that you really didn't ever
3: have proof of you're saying so to to call them your girlfriend right on national tv right um it, it yeah it, it's weird it's weird yeah that's a little weird i yeah. agree generally i wouldn't call somebody who i haven't met right. uh, a girlfriend or right. anything like that exactly. i think that's a little yeah a little silly the the
0: thing was, uh, the bigger the bigger story to me too, and they kind of touch on it in this documentary is that nobody fact checked this Linnea Kakua. Like this girl was in a car accident. She had leukemia. Like right. you think you she died. You think you would
3: like video chat or something or like check in if they're a real person? Like right there would be records. Right? Did they have a Facebook? Did they make a fake they, Facebook? They made anything, a fake or? Facebook. Yes. Okay,
0: but. The press never followed up. It was just like, oh, my God, this Linnea Kaku is dead. manti girlfriend is dead and never did any checking as to if this person was actually real.
3: Do you f- think that's something the media does?
0: I feel <laughs> like, yeah, you have
1: to. Are you saying fact-checking is a job that the media is responsible for? <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh, Okay. And so Deadspin... have an igloo to fucking sell you in Alaska. You <laughs> I know. What is that? So the ice to the Eskimos? I don't fucking know what that is. Deadspin
0: got a, an anonymous tip about, you know, his girlfriend not being real and a couple of journalists dig into it and find out that this person only exists as Manti Teo's dead girlfriend. I mean, there's no records of her anywhere else. The thing is, Renaya, he had made up a whole family, basically you know he he mm-hmm. made up a cousin a sister a brother a niece himself it, 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 it's a wild story like i i remember it being a huge story in 2012 we had the tip of the iceberg this this documentary really deep dives into it and
3: it's a good a good thing to watch yeah i'm just not sure this is the kind of story i want to yeah. deep dive into i kind of yeah. like it uh, Ten feet away from me. Yeah, you know. <laughs> One of my favorite
0: things that w- I was reminded of was uh, a football game had given out uh, bobblehead uh, vouchers for uh, a bobblehead of Manti Te'o's girlfriend, and it was just an empty box. And I, <laughs> I remember that,
3: that's so fucked up. <laughs> that,
0: I remember that story, and it made me laugh so fucking hard again during this documentary. <laughs> that is so fucked up.
3: oh oh, <laughs> oh my god hilarious wow. hilarious the balls to do that
0: uh, oh well because the thing was manti really was... I mean, he was more hated than Lance. He knocked Lance Armstrong off the front pages at
3: the time. It's kind of, it's kind oh, of, I don't
1: know about that. Yeah, he
3: did. He absolutely
1: uh, did. I don't know, but I don't
0: know. It's, if, it's if, kind of
3: unfair to like hate him for this, though, because like yeah. again, he really is the victim here. He
0: is the victim, but he's a moron. <laughs> sure, but <he's laughs> Lance not like,
1: Armstrong was like, like every yellow wristband, right? represented a lie (laughs) Yep. like that's what that became (laughs) yeah we were all wearing the symbol of a cheater some of you were (laughs) you know those things were huge
0: they
3: were nick remember
1: how big those were we were in middle school
3: i try not to remember how big those were oh my god it reached levels of cringe and
0: where where did all these dollar bills go because it was always a dollar for the bracelet. Yeah Yeah. Yeah, they
1: went to fund his doping Exactly (laughs) they never
0: made it To Lance
1: Armstrongs. (laughs) No obviously not It's like the pink headbands for the NFL It's like uh, 90% of the Proceeds don't actually Go to victims or whatever they don't go to Like cancer survivors or they just go To you know The CEOs of the company exactly No, those those wristbands were crazy, man. Like <laughs> it, it became like part of the school uniform. You had to. Yeah. Everyone had. It. When I say everyone, I mean everyone had. It. Yeah, uh, many you people were a had weirdo multiple. If you weren't wearing. Them. I was.
3: I would have been a weirdo then because I refused Ma- many, to wear those pe- Many things. people, Rob, had enough to cover their forearm. Oh yes. my that's god, that's not a joke.
1: It became like the Thanos Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did. It's hundred percent.
3: And then silly bands, remember that shit? Oh, well, silly yeah. bands
1: was a little after our time, but
3: No yeah, it was they- not. <laughs> no, it was not. That was kinda like late high school, I feel like. No, it was not. It was No? No middle school, dude. Everybody
1: was wearing them in middle school. Oh uh, man, I'm remembering that wrong. I do remember having a bunch of those rubber bands. Like after the Live Strong, there were several other you know, the, everyone started copying it. Became there was like the I person. Heart
3: boobies was a big one yeah, for breast cancer. Go. that
1: was definitely one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, what I, a and, I then we,
3: and then the school started cracking down on that, and they're like, "You can't wear those." And then people, then the kids were like, "Why not? It's for breast cancer." And it became like this really weird gray area where the school was like, "We want to enforce this, but." Uh,
1: <laughs> now
0: they're handing those that.
3: out in in the uh, gender studies courses in the
1: third yeah. grade. Nice, right. all part of it. Yeah. <laughs> These days.
3: Uh, How pissed off do you think the listeners are That we haven't mentioned Saul At all Not
1: <laughs> a minute, not a word <laughs> Fuck them. <No.
3: laughs> <laughs> they're like sitting here and they're like Shut the fuck up and talk about Saul Yes, we do need to talk about Better Call Saul You're bringing up an old story From ten years ago <laughs> Talking about caves <laughs> Oh man man um,
1: i mean we can get into it I, I don't really have anything else no i i don't either we can
3: head right into better Unless you guys not. want to talk about westworld with me <laughs> no i don't want Pass. to that at all no thank you
0: so if you have I, not i,
1: I oh, go sorry, ahead. I, I did want to mention that the mole is coming back though that yes, yes i did see that
3: I yeah. do you guys think uh i wanted to get your opinion there's some conversation in the discord about it do you think it's going to be uh like the the old show or do you think it's going to be a shitty netflix version a shitty netflix that's kind of where i'm (laughs) just knowing netflix and what they're going to do i mean i don't have high hopes
1: yeah i think it's going to be like a bunch of
3: instagram influencers it's going to feel like viral content as you're watching it like in a way that is not that's what i'm afraid of
1: Right. It's going to be shot in vertical mode. Yeah. You know, you're going you to watch it as a prolonged TikTok. <laughs> you know what I've noticed on TikTok? So I, I don't like use TikTok, but I do like see TikToks occasionally. And I have downloaded the app now so I can open the TikToks in the separate app. Oh, good. It, it's a you big step for me. Yeah, yeah. It's a big step for me. And I've noticed TikTokers, they have the iPhone headphones you know, like the earbuds with the, the cord yeah. and the mic on the cord. Yeah. And what they do is they hold the cord up so the microphone is about an inch or two away from their mouth. Oh, yeah. They hold the the mic in front of them as yeah. though it's a handheld mic, even though it's meant to be just dangling there.
0: Well, because you get yeah, less room noise. Yeah. I see it's that all the annoying time, annoying
1: as shit. Well, that's... I've seen also they have lav mics. People hold lav mics now. Yeah. What, the, what are you holding a lav mic for? <laughs> they were invented specifically so you I, don't have
0: to hold them. I, I think I think it has something to do with the intimacy of your phone being a foot from your face uh-huh. as you try to frame your head in, in the TikTok vertical. I, I think it's an intimacy thing. I think they feel like they need to have the microphone really close to their mouth because the camera is way closer than they're used to.
1: It's insane. I think they
0: don't know how to use the equipment.
1: Well, no, I, think, I mean, it's I obviously think someone that. didn't know how to use the equipment, and they went viral, and now everyone else thinks that's the proper way to use the equipment. Yeah. They're not doing it for any specific reason. They're just following what everybody else is doing, because everyone's doing it. Yeah. Well,
0: you just go with what's successful, and obviously it's successful.
1: Okay, this is one of those things, like, I hate to be an old man shaking my fist at the clouds here, but, like, this is ridiculously dumb. There's no, re- like, I was willing to go along with your freaking CCP spyware app. Huh. But, like, this, there's no reason that you have to be holding
3: a laugh mic. And I'm
2: sick of it. I'm tired of it right now. I gotta handle it more. <laughs> yeah, what I think TikTok is,
3: TikTok is my hill that I'll, I'll die on here. I'm not downloading that shit. I, Why are
2: you
1: holding a laugh
3: man? I really there's no reason.
1: I
0: to
3: do that. fucking love TikTok. <laughs> I hate it so much. I'm the much. old
0: man here. I'm the one about to turn forty, and I'm the one who fucking loves TikTok.
3: <laughs> My Please sister do. loves it too. <sighs> she's uh How old is she now? She's a little little younger than you, Rob. Yeah. I think she's like thirty. Oh, I thought you were talking about your little sister. No, no. My my sister, Angie, she, uh, yeah, she's like 32. She loves TikTok. She sends me TikToks all the time. Oh, yeah. I've developed this new habit where people send me a TikTok and all I do is I look at the thumbnail, maybe whatever text is there accompanying it, and then I just reply in a very generic way as if I had watched it and then I move on with my life. I hope your family listens to this podcast. (laughs) They don't. But, uh, yeah, no, like, you send me a TikTok, and there's, like, a little image, and I'll just, like, kind of look at it and be like, is this funny? Is this serious? Most of the time, it's funny, so it's pretty easy, but, like, all right, and then I just go, like, LOL. I'm gonna That's s- my reply, I'm gonna and then never watch it. I'm going to start sending some really... Complex TikToks to you <laughs> I'll probably just block you Honestly <laughs> I'm okay with this relationship ending here Rob It's fine
1: <laughs> I'm okay with it existing only In this Jitsi call Yeah
3: right. <laughs>
2: <No>. <laughs> yeah
1: I I I don't. I don't like the text on screen. I don't like the voice. I don't like the way it's framed. I don't like the shitty green screen
3: effects that the people I, do. I.
1: I hate it. All. Like it's so fucking sloppy. Like at least like YouTube. There's effort. There's like a barrier to entry. There's a
3: professionalism to you. Yeah. Absolutely. Like you have yeah. to
1: learn how to be a videographer in order to succeed on YouTube. Yeah. You don't need any of that to be good on
3: TikTok. No. You know. TikTok is. It's like it's almost like all of the best people from Vine have moved to YouTube, and all of the worst people from Vine are now on TikTok.
1: Yes, I think that's fair. That's a good way of describing it.
3: I love it. I I don't like it. I love the Wild West feel
0: of
1: it. That's what I like. That's what it is. It's the Wild West feel. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Meanwhile, Vine was right there.
0: Vine Vine sucked so bad.
1: I I, I still don't understand why
0: Vine went down. Because nobody cared about a six-second video, and no one gave a fuck. You're watching. You just said you love TikTok. Yeah, you fucking lunatic. Right. And and they're usually twenty-one seconds on. They're there. usually minute-long videos or something f- funny a, or entertaining. Of nonsense. Of some guy holding a lav mic doing ASMR. Great. At least it's longer than six fucking seconds. Everybody thought that you know we had this short attention span. Well, it's longer than 6 seconds and Vine yes. proved that. It's a whole 60.
3: <laughs> Vine was very close. They should yeah, they should have just pages ad-
1: of a book but can sit there for 5 hours watching fucking They should they should have adapted.
3: Like zoors. Twitter doubled their character count at one point, right? Mm, yeah. Like Vine should have adapted probably. Yeah, they probably. But they they
1: they I mean, listen, now like Instagram's trying to be TikTok, all this like fast scrolling video. I mean, Vine was Mine was on the cutting edge. And I was there as one of its founding members. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the vinyl. Stupid <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Well,
2: yeah. should
0: we
1: head into Better Call Saul?
0: Yes. Spoilers right. yes. for
1: the finale, the series finale, the final episode of Better Call Saul.
0: Yes. If you have Coming... not seen the entirety of Better Call Saul or the entirety of Breaking Bad, stop listening now. Because yes. that's yes. all we're going to talk about from here to the end of the show.
1: Yes. In three, two, one.
2: Okay.
1: All right. All right. Overall thoughts. I
0: hated the episode after I watched it live. Yeah. I thought mentioned that. we were they, texting live. <laughs> I thought they fucked it. The commercials fucked the episode flow up so hard. Mm. I hated it. I hated it. And then I watched but, it without commercials, and
1: everything's fine. The world is okay. <laughs> well, that's good to know. <laughs> there were a lot of commercial breaks. Uh, I, it, it felt like they were milking it. And I, I well, think they probably th- had
3: more viewers than they were going to have for a long time. Yeah. Right? yeah.
1: The the last episode, I think, had a, a, a big uptick
3: in viewership for them.
1: Uh, so they were advertising... There other AMC shows. They kept pimping uh, the the um, the the new the Bob Odenkirk vampire, show. right? Yeah. Interview with the vampire show. Which no one is going to watch. <laughs> uh, yeah. The uh, the new uh, Odenkirk show, the new Giancarlo Esposito show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they were definitely they were definitely trying to milk it. And there were a couple more breaks in there, I think, than even the creators intended. Yeah. They you know. they fucked up the flow bad.
0: I hated the yeah. episode watching it live. I really did.
1: Yeah. Uh, and I, I i don't know. For some reason, I didn't do the thing where I waited 10 minutes and fast forward through the commercials. Instead, I just watched the whole
3: thing because I wanted to know what happened. Right. And, yeah. I, uh, and I am glad I waited. Mm-hmm. Rob offered for me to hop on a Jitsi call and he would just aim his webcam at the TV. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I was like, ah, I think I'll wait.
0: <laughs> I did. I want. I wanted you to have that option. I know it wasn't a great option, but.
3: Like, I'm glad I'm not. I'm not one of those people who really scrolls through Twitter. I don't follow anybody who really talks about Breaking Bad or deep Breaking Bad theories or anything like that. So I knew I was pretty isolated. I'd be okay for an extra hour for sure, if not even an extra day. I still haven't seen very much in terms of memes or. Yeah. So. Meanwhile
1: I I had just been all over the Better Call Saul Reddit for
3: the last yeah. two months. Like yeah. it's just it's <laughs> it's been <right>. an obsession. <laughs> right.
1: I mean I, I haven't gotten this much into a show since Breaking Bad. I mean right. the Game of Thrones came close. Um that was the only thing that came close though. Um but yeah, it's it's uh here's huge. Here's it's the, the thing
0: here's the thing that uh I don't know it, what this says about me, but I I'm still team Walt. I still think, you know, you're so crazy. I know. I know. I know. I'm still team Walt and I'm very upset that Jimmy just didn't take the 7 years and then come clean later. Yeah,
1: you're one of those people. I, I am do.
0: one
3: of those people. It's well, like it take- that's like that's of course like the practical thing. Sure, like any lo- any sane person would agree, but like that's not what he cared about. But it's a stupid. It's stupid. It's dumb. The only re- here's and here's the th- okay. The only reason he worked down to that seven year deal wasn't because he wanted it. He wanted to prove that he could. He wanted to prove that he was the better lawyer. Yes, that's right. all it was. Yeah. Okay. It was I, just. A sh- it was a dick contest.
1: <laughs> all right. I'll say this. I when I was watching the episode wasn't a huge fan of in particular the monologue in the courtroom. Sure. I thought yeah. that was a little too cliche and I thought kind of below what the show's standard is. Yeah. Um, The idea that, you know, he gets to have this big, you know, to kill a mockingbird, you know, at the end of the day, like you have to walk a day in another man's shoes and like, all that nonsense to me is just, it's, it's not what Saul is. Saul is a, uh, a nuanced meditative character study. And that was just a lot of over the top telling you what the theme is, but, thinking about it a week later i think it's kind of fucking like powerful that this man faced with seven years in prison or life imprisonment at a at a facility much less cozy than the one that he had negotiated for uh is willing to give it all up just so the love of his life will look at him again and i think that's pretty fucking powerful and the show kind of sneaks up on you at the end but this was kind of a love story that we were watching all along. We thought we were watching a cartel uh, saga about death and destruction and thievery and murder. And no, it's just about these two people that lost their way and came to each other again under upsetting circumstances. And that's really cool. It's really yeah. cool to me.
3: It also made me realize how fucked up Kim is like. Mentally. Oh, Yeah. She's Mm. like the fact that she's like going back to this prison and like spending time with him is lunacy.
0: Yes. But it, she knows it. She's safe in not getting sucked back in because he's there for 87 years or 84 years or whatever, 80 years. Mm. It's safe for her to go do that because she knows that that life and the schemes that she loves doing Aren't gonna happen with with Jimmy because she
1: leaves. Yeah, and- I think she trusts herself again. I think that's what what, what we're, we're coming to. Like we talked about last episode, th- this idea that she couldn't make a decision for herself, right? Even when it came to you know, Miracle, Miracle Whip. Whip or Mayo <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Um, like, you know, she was just sort of sleepwalking through life, and she then decides, okay, maybe I can volunteer at this this uh, legal office. You know, maybe I can talk to this guy again. Like, you know, maybe I can start putting the pieces back together. And I think she trusts herself now where she has the self-control. And also he mm-hmm. is behind bars now. So yeah. Practically, there's not much they can really do. Um, Yeah. I, I like it a lot more. I like it a lot more. Than, I really loved it. Yeah. When I watched it, I was like, "Uh, oh, this mm-hmm. is kind of cliche. Does he really deserve a happy ending here? Because I think I was expecting something... Uh, a little more depressing
3: i think that's what i was yeah. i was expecting
1: like a real downer of an ending and maybe i shouldn't have been expecting but that. what it,
3: well what does it say though about our main character getting life in prison and we feel like it was a happy ending yeah right i, think that, I mean right that's what i'm coming to more and more yeah right right right, right. it's it's kind of
0: actually really fascinating Uh, i hate it actually i i just i don't i think he should have taken the seven years and dealt with it other ways i really do
3: hate it he should have taken the seven years kim should have given him the middle finger and then he should have gone back to the cartel i
0: really i mean this is why it bothers me because i am so team walt i am so team seven years saul I,
1: I you think Don Saul. Draper is a model employee? Yeah, yes. like you're one of those guys, yes. the perfect American man. No, I get it. Yeah, right. I've met people like you before. You're fucking crazy. They're about that close from a, a mass murder spree. Oh. I mean, they're right there. People like you, generally. Yeah. No, I just I Jesse I, I <laughs> fucked everything up. Yes. For the brilliant drug lord that yes. was poisoning children and murdering people um, senselessly. I mean, yeah. it was part of the job. It's part of the game.
0: Oh. You're right. It's part of the game. <laughs> he didn't kill the kid.
1: No, he just, just almost killed the
0: kid. I mean, it, it it's a poisonous flower. He was fine. He mm. was fine.
1: <laughs> I, I really... he also teamed up with the the psychopath that shot a kid in cold blood in the middle of the desert, too. He's like, "You know what? I think we're going to keep making meth with
0: him Well, you. but what, what do you do? For? You just robbed a train and this kid yeah. has has witnessed it.
3: What do you do?
1: What do you do? The,
0: the classic
3: conundrum. <laughs> yeah,
2: you
1: know?
3: Really? Hmm.
1: One of those great. You just robbed the
3: train and the witness is a kid. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the trolley problem, huh? It is. Yeah, I mean, it
1: really is. I it mean, bring what, that up what,
3: at, at your next uh, icebreaker, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What 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 side of the uh, fence do you fall on? Do you fall on the mass murderer mm. Walter White, or are you a sane, compassionate human being? No, I mm. fall on it's the. It's really uh, a tough I, question. I,
0: like I said, I am, <laughs> I am Team Walter White, and I am Team Seven Year Saul. That is just, <laughs> I,
3: I, that's just who I am. What I do feel is sad is that. Um, it would have been nice if the entire world, if all of America could have known that Saul was the better lawyer. I, it is a shame yeah. that that news story didn't get out there where it's like the man who orchestrated all of Walter White's criminal enterprise gets seven years and bluebell ice cream. Yeah. Like right. it's kind of a shame that that story didn't get out there. But uh, that,
1: that's I mean, that's kind of his whole existence. Right. It's like he he's publicly yeah. known as just the used car salesman. That's the one
0: thing that I wish they could have dug deeper in and I don't know how they could have done it honestly but I wish we could have known more about what Kim knew about Walter White like how much did how much Mm. did she know how much did the news get to her right Uh, you know how much did the world know. And, yeah. and was it a big story that that Saul Goodman had been had been caught in Omaha?
1: There's a version of the show that is just the Omaha timeline for an entire season. I mean, there's a version where they did like a whole other thing, and there was more stuff running parallel to Breaking Bad. And we really expanded on that more. But I think what the creators decide is like, listen, the prequel is the show. The sequel is this little thing at the end. And the Breaking Bad, if you want more Breaking Bad era Saul, just watch Breaking Bad. Yeah. That's what I kind of decided
3: on. I mean, God, there even is like, there honestly is so much more potential for, and I'm not saying for, I don't think this makes a good show, but just for a redemption for Saul, there's so much potential for him to help people in prison that he's in prison with. Right. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know,
3: and same with Kim, like she's going to be volunteering. So like we do have sort of an off screen happy ending for both of them. Mm hmm. Oh, he's looking um, like a king.
1: He's less in prison now than he was then. That's in a like, lot of like ways, right? Yeah. During
3: the Breaking Bad timeline, he was kind of trapped. Right.
2: Right. Um, and, and for sure just,
3: Gene. In Omaha, he was trapped. Right. And now he's baking bread. Yeah. Right. And honestly, the prison he's like Paddington. that said, well the, the prison that he said was so horrible didn't seem too bad when he was there. He seemed like he found his groove. Yeah, he's a king. They yeah. love him. He's
1: Saul. He got all of them off. He's a legend out there.
3: What did you think of the bus where they all start chanting, better call Saul? Yeah. A little, <laughs> uh, little weird, right? Uh, a little spartacus Yeah. It would have been kind of nice if that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> it was no, kind of weird. Yeah. I, I think all of this stuff could have been
1: implied. I think that was my main issue throughout. Like, hmm. I think you can still find a way to give these characters a happy ending. You can still sort of hint at a grace note. Without the speech, without the like overt, like for example, did we really need a callback to the Chuck exit sign? Like, was that not super fucking distracting? <laughs> yeah. when we saw that. Like, yeah. everyone knows what the reference is. Like, and the second you bring up Chuck's name, that's when we cut to the exit sign. Did we really have to put Kim in the literal crosshairs, uh, like, it, 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 of the um of the of the the courtroom? whatever the, the molding or scaffolding. Oh, or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all of that stuff to me was a little obvious. And, like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like there's a way to hint at redemption for these characters without having Jimmy just tell you everything
3: that he did wrong I, in life. Yeah. I, I did want to say about the Chuck thing, though, I really did like how they managed to not just forget the Chuck side of the story. Yes. They really tied it up. I love this the flashback scene with him. Oh. That was beautiful. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. It was that. what I loved about
0: it is right away you knew that this was taking place before the first episode ever of Better Call Saul. I yeah, mean that was, you it was
1: the night before the pilot. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I, I just it was a great touch. Great touch. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It it um Well, so what what Peter Gould said in interviews afterwards, and I'm surprised I didn't think about it when I was watching it, but he said that the three flashbacks, the Mike, Walter, and Chuck flashbacks were meant to be like a Christmas carol. Mm -hmm. Like he's, Saul is being visited by these three ghosts as he contemplates, you know, his future. And, uh, I love the whole thing with the time machine. I thought that
3: was really cool. Yeah, I like the the recurring.
1: Yeah, I I like seeing how all of them kind of, um you know, answer the question differently. Mike, obviously, with this, um, you know, w- with this this perspective of, like, no, regret. I, I, would, I would, yeah, well, regret, but also, like, I, I would use this to go back in time to spend time with the people that I loved and to uh-huh. make sure those people didn't get hurt. But at the same time, we know Mike's future. He's also a guy that thinks that, the, the, the person that he is now is the person that he deserves to be right like mm-hmm. he's not a guy that got off the bad choice road you know he's not the guy that went back in time and, and changed his past you know he's just carrying all this regret and you see that on his face you know through all of these scenes and he just keeps going forward 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 um and saw a similar thing although he i think buries it a little more like well it's
0: just, a, a little more i mean yeah. he buries yeah. it he, he
3: buries like, it all the he way he continues to act like he has persona. nothing to yeah. regret yeah yeah, right. yeah
1: just forward 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 Walter same sort of thing it's just filtered through this lens of these the, fucking people rip me off
0: the Walter scene was perfect like I how, loved it how <laughs> how he can slip Brian Cranston can get right back into that character it's amazing and and the psychosis that he was able to encapsulate in that scene
3: yeah it's amazing it's amazing I right. And I also loved it. Really went back to like that thing that Breaking Bad did best, which was like, just the fucking radiator was making a noise, right? And so the whole scene becomes like Walt, like I'm gonna fix this fucking radiator. Yeah, right, right, Like right, I right, loved right. it. It was yeah. just so good. Yeah, yeah. I that was really a, that was of of all of the three scenes that had Walt or Jesse in them, easily the best. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So good.
1: Well, it felt like it added something.
3: Yeah. To the episode, yeah. like it was actually
1: thematically kind of, yeah. Uh, and then uh, and then you get the chuck scene where which is like really subtle and they like they don't really they don't give you the fireworks that you're expecting you know there's no big argument it's just this little comment about like you can go back in time and and change it if you want Um, i also love that idea too that like that that moment where chuck is sort of reaching a handout to jimmy and offering to help him with his legal work or whatever and is the moment that jimmy might go back to Mm -hmm. like that that might have been his time machine moment yep which i think is super fucking interesting too of
3: all the things that he regrets in life like he might go back there well Uh, the question was like you know you don't have to be a lawyer if you don't want to and like
2: mm -hmm.
3: i don't know yeah the thing with chuck too i i love their relationship because it's like every time either of them was reaching a hand out at the other one to like try and help them the other one interpreted it as a slap in the face right. every single yeah. time because right. they were just so at dissonant frequencies, those two. And and, right.
0: and that's why I think that even if Jimmy could go back to that point in time, like like you said, I don't think the relationship changes at all. I mean, the, the ending is the same. They were just two totally different people. They were. Yeah. And And always on the wrong wavelength just because mm-hmm. of how different they were. So I, I I don't
3: see how that relationship changes at all ever. It's those two; they have such like a presence together where, like, I really do feel like every time one of them is reaching a hand out to the other one, I can understand from both persons' perspective why they feel the way they do. Yep. yeah. I don't know if it's the writing, the acting. It's, I, I think well,
1: I, I think Jimmy's clearly the more likable person, but Chuck is right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when, when like. Jimmy broke the law several times and and fucked him over several times. Well, but and- there
3: are times where Jimmy is in like early, especially early in the show. There are times where Jimmy is in the moral right of being like the better like treating people better Chuck is but Chuck is focused on the legal.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, right. listen. Chuck's ethos, what Chuck believes is at least consistent. The law is like, law. I- Yeah, I can point to a word in a book that says that this is wrong and this is right, whereas Jimmy thinks that he's the sole arbiter, that he can kind of do whatever he wants and tempt fate and, oh, it's a con, but no one's going to get hurt. Howard would never get hurt. Um, if I did the Chuck would never get hurt if I took away his insurance like right and, and he's constantly making these moral decisions and can't point to anything being his foundation and that's why ultimately he sputters out and almost murders an old lady in Nebraska you know like he should have right? done it
0: he should have done it. Oh <laughs> my God
3: you have the worst moral. <laughs> ups, dude. What is wrong. With you? <laughs>
1: so like chuck is right i mean that that's the complicated thing is he's clearly the villain of the first three seasons of that show but he's right he's right this guy's a a maniac this guy's you know but he does but ultimately jimmy does get the chance to change you know and i do like nick that like you said before like he's going to jail for 87 years she is going to get sued out of existence but Still, they kind of find redemption in their circumstances. You know?
0: I, I would bet that. I mean, I think. I don't know. I, I don't buy the whole Kim gets sued out of existence. I mean, I suppose she. I, I just don't think that there's enough evidence for for a. Besides her confession and 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 Jimmy being, you know, and his confession.
3: I well, mean, yeah, now they have two confessions. They have, the have two, two
0: confessions, but I I think Jimmy's confession takes a lot of weight off of Kim.
3: I kind of think that was on purpose, too, right? Like, he he confessed – I will also say he confessed to being the mastermind behind all things Walter White, which is maybe taking a little more credit than he actually deserves. Yeah. Um, he set up a lot of it, though.
1: Actually, true. watching I some mean, old episodes of Breaking Bad again, I had forgotten how involved he was. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I forgot how much of a partner he was. He yeah. wasn't just, like, the comic relief. Like, no. He laundered all the money. He set up all the deals. He – yeah. You
3: know? So yeah. maybe I don't know. Yeah, I, it's been a long time since I've watched Breaking Bad. So yeah, I just uh, I think don't 2013 think 2013 is when I watched it. I just
0: don't think that there's enough there to to hang Kim out to dry by Howard's wife. And Wait, like if anything,
3: he'll take more of that blame,
0: right? Um, and and how are you gonna sue somebody who's in jail for the next 87 years if you're Howard's wife?
1: Yeah, I I don't I don't know what that confession does for her exactly though. Like, he he didn't really mention anything about her. About Kim or about. About Kim. I mean, he didn't really. I mean, uh, he
3: clearly said. Yeah, he said some stuff. He said some stuff, like, off screen that we don't totally know exactly what it is, right? mm -hmm. Well, he fed
1: him a false bill of goods. Yeah. He was like, I, you know, I have some more information about Kim Wexler and the Howard thing. And so he, I mean, he said that. Yeah. He made some stuff up. But. I, I don't think the point of that was to get her off. And in and, and fact, like I, I also saw an interview with Peter Gold where he referenced that moment in season two, where Kim says, you don't save me. I save me when she's stuck in doc review yeah. at the bottom of HHM. And, uh, he's like, yeah, the, it was, it was important to us not to give Kim an easy out, mm-hmm. you know, via Jimmy here. Yeah. Like it, the point here was not to save her. She didn't want to be saved. She didn't need to be saved. She yeah. was taking her penance, and she was okay with it. She was able to move on because she finally took responsibility. And the point is that he also found the freedom, but they found it separate and apart from each other. And then I'm not sure though him. that
3: like her penance really is her getting sued. I feel like her penance is just the guilt she's been living with, and yeah, you know, well, so. I don't think she ultimately cares either. Even, she even if she really gets it, su- I don't, I don't think whether or not she gets sued matters. Is right. really what we're trying to say. Right, 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 right. Um, Fair enough. But I, I, I wanna th- I, I do wanna say I think I get points. I think I, I get points for the color from the black and white to I, color. You know right? what? I think you're right. I think you're
1: right. They did a lot more subtly. They did just the, the, match. Mm-hmm. They did the just match. The match and the cigarette. Yeah. The lighter and the but. cigarette. That to yeah, exactly. Symbolize the old spark that the two of them mm-hmm. once had. It's still kind of alive. The flame is still there. I think you get points. I think I get points for Jimmy going to jail. Sure. Yeah. yeah. For sure.
3: Mm. And Rob I think, and I both said Kim would be back and possibly in the courtroom, so. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, I feel pretty good. Like we did okay. We we did all right. We, we did okay we, on the finale predictions.
0: Yep. I'm happy uh, with
3: it. I'm happy with it. Me too. I really I, I thought it was a way better ending than Breaking Bad's ending. Oh, which I, is what I told I, you guys I disagree. Off. I do want to
1: talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Hmm. I think it's much better than Breaking Bad.
2: Oh, I
3: I, <laughs> now,
1: they are basically the same ending. I mean, well, obviously, they're also one fundamentally
3: has, different in the fact in, in the, in the same exact way that Breaking Bad is fundamentally different from Better Call okay, Saul. that's fair. Right. That's fair. Breaking yeah. Bad is about violence and about, right. uh, well, yeah, about becoming, <laughs> about becoming something evil. Right. Right. Better Call Saul was always like a courtroom uh law versus or what is right versus what is wrong, law and order kind of discussion.
1: Think about and, it. There were no major deaths after Lalo. No. No one died after Lalo.
3: No, just I, everybody in Breaking
1: Bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, <laughs> right. I guess that's. But But I, there were no there was no violence after that, really. I mean, the rest yeah. of the episodes were kind of just like. Should have wow. been with that phone cord. I'm just saying. Well, it came close.
3: <laughs> it also came close with the guy whose house he broke into. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he almost hit that guy over the head with the urn. Yeah. Yeah. With the dog's ashes.
0: Um, no, I, yeah. I feel like I was more satisfied with the Breaking Bad ending at the time than I am with the Better Call Saul ending. I, I would. I was happier with that ending of Breaking Bad in 2000. What was that? 13? Thirteen. Yep. Then, uh, yeah, I am with it in 2022 with Better Call Saul.
1: That ending felt like a justice that Walter didn't deserve. You know, like he didn't, he did not deserve revenge. He did not deserve to have vengeance. He did not deserve to get the happy ending. Mm, yes. I he, mean, again, that yes, is. A, yes, he did. That, <laughs> well, that scene. <laughs>
3: but I also kind of think about the state of TV in two thousand and thirteen. Yeah. And I don't know if audiences were ready for that kind of thing. I remember watching
1: it and being like, This is perfect. I'm sure there's record of us on on the podcast talking
3: about it glowingly.
1: And the more I I remember my feelings on it at the time. Yeah, the more I got away from it, the more I was like, Wait a minute, Granite State was actually the more appropriate ending. Like if it had ended with him in New Hampshire sort of dealing with his the damage that he did. Yeah. Like, that would have been a more, I think, fitting form of justice.
3: and um,
0: That's where I go back and watch Breaking Bad and wish that we would have had more. Again, I don't know how they do it, but how this story affected the rest of the nation. Yeah. I just wish we had more of that, and I don't know
3: how you even play that on TV. Did you guys find it weird how few press were in the courtroom? for Saul's thing, didn't you feel like it would have been a bigger affair? Yeah. Okay. That's a good point. I didn't think of that, but yes, especially cause like, I feel like Saul would have wanted it to be a bigger affair. Right. And I, Oh again, my
1: God, we didn't even talk about this yet, but finish your thought.
3: Well, th- back to my idea of like, I think it's a shame that the idea that Saul was such a tricky bastard that he brought them down from life to seven years and then gave it all up. Yeah. The fact that that was never public kind of feels a little wrong to me in a way. Not that I want him to get the public credit uh, I, for being a good person. I don't, I don't want need him that to seem to be any bigger, though. I
2: I
1: don't I don't need like an odd. Audi- I don't need a fucking. I don't need it to be the end of Gladiator I, with, I, a, with the Roman Coliseum. But full you, of, the only yeah. attention sure.
0: he wanted, though, was Kim's. That's all well, he
1: well,
3: wanted. Well, and my other point was maybe it could have the been a moment one, where
1: exactly. yeah.
3: where the press like. Where there was a, a mention of like, will there be press or not or anything like that? And and Jimmy somehow set, has the right to say like, no, right? I don't need it or whatever. I don't know. Right. It would have been nice to see him like. I see what you mean. It's, it's tough. It's tough. It just feels weird, though, that it was such a small courtroom. It feels a little off, doesn't it? For how big this story would but, have been. But Marie Schrader was there.
1: Yeah. Who had Marie coming back <laughs> on the bingo card? Yeah,
3: no, no. Yeah. Did
0: Who
1: not. had that one?
3: Did not. <laughs> and I oh should have have Also, yeah, we should give it. her some credit because she was awesome. She was awesome.
1: Marie and I've, man. Never,
3: I've never felt that way about Marie Schrader. <laughs> I <laughs> love awesome. Marie Schrader.
1: The best Betsy Brandt episode of, of either show. Oh yeah. I, by far her best hour. Yeah. Couldn't believe when I saw her I'm like wow that is not a Breaking Bad cameo I thought we were getting. And I, I, I should have thought
0: of it. it because I'm I was thinking the week that Jesse was talking with uh with Kim was that waterworks. I was hoping for yep. for Skylar to walk up. So why yep. didn't I put, you know, mad Marie, at myself. Man.
3: Yeah, I'm mad at myself Minerals for not thinking. Marie. Of, Minerals Marie. Don't you feel like They kind of like with her appearance and with as much as they did in the last episode, I kind of feel like they lied to us a little bit by saying that you could watch this in a bubble from Breaking Bad. It
1: felt the same way. Yeah. It felt like they they were committed to that up until the ninth episode of this season, and then they realized, oh, wait a minute. We are doing a sequel to Breaking Bad here. Like, there's no possible way to do this. Yeah.
3: Like, you could have ended the show before the gene scenes, I suppose, before that whole flash forward sequence. Mm -hmm. But. Then it kind of just ends in a sort of wet blanket, right? right. So, yeah, you really can't watch the show detached from Breaking Bad at the end. No, you no. can't. You can't. Which is kind of weird.
1: Yeah, if you have no idea who Hank Schrader is, I mean, I guess Hank does show up in Saul. Yeah, point, Hank does. He's show up. A very minor. Character. But you don't
0: know who his wife is, if right. you're watching Be- uh, Better Call Saul in a bubble.
1: And there's no way you would remember Hank Schrader's name if you no. Know. Know who right. it was? I'm Asax
0: yeah. Schrader, and you can go fuck yourself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I I thought the same thing, Nick. Like they definitely became less committed to that idea as it went along, and
3: I, I don't have a problem with that because it was a great ending. But right. I do wonder if you only watched uh, Better Call Saul and you didn't watch Breaking Bad, you probably wouldn't have thought it was that great of an ending. Yeah, or you probably would have just been confused for a lot of it. Hey, wait, what did this chemistry teacher do? Yeah, you're like, why, why is why is there so much heat on Saul? Like what? You would have no idea why Saul is even in hiding as Gene really. No. No. Because you don't know how bad the heat is.
0: That's why um, I wish we had more of Jimmy explaining Walt and why he did what he did with Walt other than this this, you know, monologue in this final episode. Yeah, I, I. It's tough. It's a tricky. It's so tricky. It's so it's tricky. tricky. But, it's and it's they,
1: tricky for it to not
3: become Breaking Bad again.
0: And, they, they well, did, and also just they to did, like
3: tie everything in in a nice, neat way without they're they're so careful. They about did it not in as holes. good a way as they possibly
0: could. I I can't yeah. sit here and say that I could have done anything better. I, there's just a couple of things that I wish we had, but again, I don't know how you do it. I just
1: don't know how you do right. it. I don't know how you do it without just rehashing the series again. Right, right. And you don't need to do that. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's uh it's a great show. Yeah. It's a really good show. <laughs> I mean, it's I'm I'm ready to say it's better than Breaking Bad. I am. I, I've given it I think a week. so. Yeah, I think the ending is I, I think the ending is, is better. I think it's 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 one that's more earned. How about that?
0: I think the overall series is better than Breaking Bad. I don't know if the finale is better than Breaking Bad. Hmm.
3: I, I will argue. I, mean, I, I, I think that season four of Breaking Bad might be like the best television ever. Oh, my God. But beyond that, I, I kind of feel like I like almost every season of Saul better than. Every other season of Breaking Bad, except for season four.
1: Yeah, season five really soured me. I gotta be honest. See, I love I'm,
3: season five.
1: I don't. I, I hate the it. fact that they just add a bunch of Nazis in there as like, okay, who's the next logical bad guy that we
3: can add? How about yeah. literal Nazis? Yeah. They have to find somebody worse than Walt, basically. Yeah. I it, kind it, of, it, I feel like the ending would have been a little bit better if Walt was punching downward. You know what I mean? Yeah, right, right. I
1: mean, exactly. Like he does you don't need a bad guy. He's already the bad guy. Like and that's something that Saul. Like identified. maybe he
3: gets his revenge, but he gets his revenge by like killing a baby. I don't know. Fuck. Right. I mean you Saul know, identified still in horrible. its last in its
1: last four episodes, he was the bad guy. There was no more villain. You know, that like he was he was just picking on people senselessly. He was robbing
3: he was still in their identities and but there
0: hasn't been there hasn't
1: been a villain since chuck
0: died you know well Lalo, Lalo. Well, well in the last
3: okay. episode here if you really want to look at it in the very last episode the villain was Saul and the hero was Jimmy right do you know what i mean right 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 like right. and he played both parts right he set himself up to be the villain so that he could set himself up to be the hero yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, you right, know right. which man it's just so fucking good yeah and I love that he outplays every goddamn person in that courtroom. Mm-hmm. All the lawyers, his own lawyer, his own, his own, well, oh, his own assistant counsel. Uh, how about the guy that, that played ju- Bill Oakley? Just I love that they dragged his ass part. back into Loved this, it. this
1: meaty part in the finale. Yeah,
3: I felt so p- bad for him. He got so fucked over. <laughs> yeah.
1: he's a He was such a douche in
0: the
3: early seasons that I didn't care. <laughs> I mean, you're kind of meant to hate him, but yeah. like you don't hate him enough. That you want bad things to happen to him. You just kind of like you're like, ah, that rat. But <laughs> he even outplayed the judge, though. I mean, yeah, yeah. he dominated that courtroom. He's a great lawyer. That, that's the thing that Chuck had wrong, you know? Yeah. Like well, Chuck- that's the thing that everybody has wrong, even until the last episode. They they still think he's not a good lawyer.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. Because
3: they don't get it. Except the criminals. The criminals get it.
1: They and do. Everyone the in prison gets it. Yeah. Great show great show
3: might be my favorite well neat <laughs> wow is that how we're ending this rob really we're gonna, we're gonna wrap up 11 seasons of incredible television and a movie and a movie, and a movie with, with well them. neat well neat
1: <laughs> <laughs> there, there's now there's no possible spinoffs right no it's done
3: i don't think so it's done. all of the juice has been squeezed out of the orange yeah. at this point yeah I Give us a Kim movie. With... Give us a Kim movie. No, I don't <laughs> need <even
2: care>. Kim. <laughs> I don't really
3: At this point, I've kind of thought about it and I'm like any possible spin-off you could do at this point would be just as good as its own show. Yeah. Without being tied to this universe. You know what I mean? Like because there's no characters left that we need to further explore. Yeah, you could you could maybe follow another drug dealer in the Albuquerque world. And who cares? But, right. like, at that point, does it need to be part of this universe, or can it just be its own thing? Because then you, I mean, you have that baggage right. of how do we tie this in or whatever, or does it tie in Are there plot holes. Whereas, you know, they just need to throw Vince Gilligan's name on another show, and people are going to watch it. Yeah. Right. As long as he's, like, making a good show. So, I, need a, I don't think he wants those constraints. I need more Kettleman's, though.
1: I need oh. more
3: <laughs> Kettleman's.
1: There's a thought.
0: <laughs> Their whole
3: scam? The yeah. tax
0: scam? Yeah. How about, uh, how about Daniel, how about cam. Daniel
1: Wormwall, Wormhole Wormwall, oh, what'd he play? The baseball card guy.
0: Oh yeah. He was yeah. supposed to be the laser tag owner.
1: <laughs> he was canonically. He is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So Here's funny. him.
0: Yeah. Oh, the Kettleman's. I wish they could have, I wish, I wish there was more of that. I do. Cause I love those guys.
3: Yeah. <laughs> It would have been kind of cool to see a whole episode of the tax scam yeah, just like the, in the background.
0: Yeah, like, I think the tax scam the tax scam could have taken up 2 or 3 episodes.
3: And no, you, they could have just done an episode where you don't see Saul or Kim or anyone right. just just an episode about well, them just I, I think in, you a, need to in involve, a vacuum.
0: I I think you need to involve Saul and Kim so that Saul can end up with the the inflatable cuz we really don't know how that happened.
1: Mm, that was a major, yeah, big thing. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, there's uh yeah, there, there, there's a lot of like I guess minor characters. That, clearly, these writers can do anything at this point. Like yeah. they, whatever character they want, if they want to make a Huel spinoff, I'm sure it'll be good. Like Huel's rules, but. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think they're basically done. Jesse's the only one still out there. Uh, I guess you could do like a Gus who
3: prequel. Who fucking
1: cares about that fuck up Jesse Pinkman?
3: No, you could do a Gus prequel. You could do a Mike Ermintrout young buddy cop, I don't but need like that dark though. cops. But yeah. we don't need any I mean, of it. You get
1: the point, right? Right. I mean, we've, yeah, you you could do Hank's early days at the academy with Gomi. And why Marie's <sighs> obsessed with purple? Yeah, you could do a Baby Holly sequel, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Flynn. <laughs> Better call
0: Flynn.
3: Flynn. Baby Holly. <laughs> How about Walt Junior? Yeah. Yeah, Flynn. Flynn. Oh, <laughs> remember they call him Flynn? Yeah. We no, I forgot about that. Yeah. I genuinely forgot about that. Yeah. No. I've always hated Walt's family. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I. I mean, like, I can understand why a guy would break bad. Yeah. With I that mean, family, Skylar was just about a piece of they're shit. Horrible. Most annoying people.
1: Uh, How about Lewis? How about uh, (laughs) Walt Jr.'s friend,
0: Lewis? Yeah, who gets a box of money in the mail randomly one day from New
3: Hampshire. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get some Lewis action. I think it's done. Yeah, Yeah, it's... I was definitely. I was reading it, a Funny interview with uh, Aaron Paul, and he's he's like, "Yeah, well, Jesse's not coming back. I'll tell you that."
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm Aaron, fucking done with this. He's shit, like, "I'm man. done with
3: this." I I hope Jesse's fucking
0: frozen in Alaska somewhere, <laughs> fucking up Walt's empire. I, I don't know.
3: I kind of feel like that is like the appropriate. It is appropriate that Jesse's the only one who's out there still. Yeah, I'd say so. But Jesse, Jesse's not living much of a
0: life. I mean, I I would, I would think that Jesse's, you know, in comparison to Gene, you know, kind of trapped wherever you are.
1: Yeah, it's weird that they kind of portray it in two different ways. There, yeah, yeah. For some reason, that's peace and quiet for Jesse, right? Hell for well, I guess. No, it kind of makes sense. I mean, I I feel like that's kind of what Jesse needed, right? Whereas, like Saul, just can't wait for the next scheme. Right, just can't help himself. Yeah, yeah.
0: All right. All right. Great, Great show, Great show. It. There we go. It's
1: Little no uh, three, two, one uh, contact. Contact. No.
0: Right? <laughs> we'll bring back the the real uh, theme song next week. <laughs> how how can people get a hold of
1: us? Uh, just go to Discord. Yeah. Let us know what you're thinking about.
0: TwoCentsRadio.com is think.
1: our website.
3: Sure is. Let us know if there is anything else you'd like us to discuss in coming up episodes Because Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, it's all gone For All Mankind, everybody needs to Yeah, Saul gone
0: Everybody needs to watch For All Mankind
3: Yeah, Uh, that show's pretty great
0: Everyone
1: also needs to watch the rehearsal I need to check that out Season finale was last night or two nights ago One of the most demented episodes of television Wow I'm going to have to try to get into it. It's brutal,
2: man. Brace yourselves. See you next week, everybody.